Hello and welcome to the Eating Disorder Therapist podcast. This is a podcast to help you find peace with food and to overcome disordered eating. I'm Harriet Frew, aka the Eating Disorder Therapist, and I'm so excited to share with you some personal stories, inspiring tips, helpful information and guest interviews to support you on your journey in finding peace with food. Today is podcast number three, and my subject is all about how to reintroduce forbidden foods or foods that you've been avoiding back into your eating plan. And I'm going to share my top three tips for doing this. So I'm talking here about reintroducing foods in a managed way, so, you, so you're not overeating or binge eating on these foods. Now, when you're in recovery from cereal dieting or an eating disorder, you probably know that allowing yourself to eat these foods is a helpful thing to do. You might have read about intuitive eating. You realize that it's not sustainable or enjoyable to continue with the old pattern of restriction. But knowing this is one thing, but actually doing it can be another thing altogether. Because if you've been restricting your eating, dieting or cutting out a food group, you might be absolutely terrified about eating these foods. They probably induce high levels of guilt, anxiety and panic. And you're probably petrified that you might start to eat them uncontrollably or that something drastic is going to happen to your weight. So I remember myself when I was in the early stages of recovery. I'd mainly managed to stop purging and that was so positive, but my eating was still disordered. I would regularly fall into a pattern of being a bit too restrictive throughout the day, probably not eating enough carbohydrates or enough energy dense foods, too many salads and soups, and then by the evening I'd be over hungry. So then I'd eat my normal dinner and follow this with something sweet, something like chocolate. But then I would regularly, after finishing the chocolate, want to eat more sweet foods. One dessert was not enough. So I would often eat several sweet foods in succession feel guilty for doing this, and then follow the same pattern again the next day, going back to being overly restrictive to compensate for the night before. This cycle I was in reinforced my belief that I couldn't eat certain foods without losing control around them. I was fearful of the foods and didn't have any trust in myself to manage eating them. So this brings me nicely on to tip one. So tip number one, Give yourself genuine permission to eat all foods. And I mean all foods, every single food that is available. Now, this is predominantly a mindset issue. The old eating disorder mindset leans towards restrictive eating, whatever the cost to your poor body. The old eating disorder mindset is often very black and white. Some foods will be perceived as good, clean, healthy, permissible, and these will generally be the ones with a high water content, low calorie foods, and fruit and vegetables. Other foods will be seen as bad, forbidden, dirty, unhealthy, and to be avoided. And these tend to be the higher fat, higher sugar, convenience foods. But I think it's worth saying that everyone's individual good and bad foods can be quite different. So the old eating disorder mindset dictates that you will spend a good deal of your time working to stay within the good food list, 
When you're doing this, you might feel happier and more in control. However, you might also feel really quite miserable and deprived as it leaves you with a pretty restrictive intake. And inevitably, if you're trying to stick to the good foods, you're very likely to have episodes of overeating, losing control of eating, or binge eating when you find yourself eating foods from the bad list. When you do this as well, it's often unplanned or happens out of the blue. And you then probably feel really guilty, ashamed, and anxious for losing control. And afterwards, you resort to following the rules even more closely and ramping up the control again. So this old eating disorder mindset leads from a place of scarcity and fear. It doesn't work because you're n- you never feel good enough with your eating and you constantly are being judged for breaking your food rules. So with the new, any food is genuinely permitted mindset, mindset, that is quite a mouthful, this takes you away from the dichotomous black and white thinking around food. It takes you away from the polarised saint or sinner feelings about what you're eating. Because, it, because isn't it a bit crazy that we attach such strong guilt and punishment towards eating? Guilt is an appropriate emotion to stop us from murdering people, but it's not appropriate in relation to eating a cupcake. So with a new permissible mindset, you can begin to feel less fearful about food. Your eating is no longer reactive. And what I mean by this is because we know that when foods are off limits, this means that you are either having to ramp up the restriction to avoid the foods, and this means a lot of food preoccupation, or you are rebelling against the food rules and eating everything in sight, knowing that you'll be starting the diet again tomorrow. The eating disorder mindset, it really doesn't work. So people often say, I'm just going to eat everything if I have genuine permission to do so. The paradox is though, that once you free your mind from the prison of restrictive eating, you can become more relaxed around food. On day one, you might want to eat several cookies, whatever it is that you haven't been allowing yourself. But are you really going to be wanting to eat cookies all day, two days later? If you are genuinely allowing yourself the freedom to eat them, it's really likely not. So today, I'm someone who can have two squares of chocolate or an almond croissant or a chocolate cupcake or two. And it's really not a big deal. I don't need to go on and eat any more because I have permission to eat these foods at any point. Therefore, I can choose to eat them when I truly desire them. And it's taken me a while to get to the point where I really feel I am in that genuine permission to eat all foods mindset. But the more you allow yourself to eat a range of foods and the less you follow the strict rules, the more you will start to find freedom with food. And it just takes practice. You can't kind of think about it too much. Actually doing the do is what creates the change. Okay, so this leads me on to my number two tip. And this is that when you're introducing foods, do this just one food at a time. Okay, so when you think about introducing a forbidden food, this can feel completely overwhelming. You might not know where to even begin with this. You can feel like a kid in a candy store and want to eat everything at once. 
The reality is that if you have been severely depriving yourself, then you're naturally going to want to eat and eat when you allow yourself tasty foods. This is your body's survival mechanism kicking in. Your body is worried that it's going to be starved all over again. So you need to manage this. So trying to reintroduce foods slowly and one food at a time so you can gain a sense of control and trust in yourself. Now, before I had an eating disorder, I had a very relaxed relationship with food. I basically ate what I wanted. I was normal weight. I did quite a lot of, and I ate quite a lot of sweets as well. I was from the generation where grandparents regularly expressed their love through sweets on a Friday after school from one grandmother with more sweets from another grandmother on a Saturday afternoon. My mum used to bake cakes and she remains a fantastic baker to this day, would regularly produce lovely Victoria sandwiches. And we had a pudding after every meal. But pre-eating disorder, I would merrily self-regulate my food intake in a very intuitive way. I'd eat if I was hungry. If I wasn't, I wouldn't. So simple. So in recovery, I really wanted to take all this back and eat the foods I used to eat. And today, I'm at this point. But back in the early stages of recovery, it wasn't quite as easy as I wanted it to be. It's almost impossible to go back to a pre-dieting mindset when you've been strictly dieting overnight. Because once you've dieted, your relationship with food has been disrupted, at least temporarily. You can't just leap back into your old pre-ED ways, if only you could. So I had to choose one food at a time, and I needed to start small. So to do this, it's really helpful to make a list of your forbidden foods. Now for me, this was these were foods like crisps, chocolate cakes, pizza, fish and chips, ice cream, any takeaway, any food really that's high in fat or sugar. But what's helpful first is rather than go for your most forbidden food straight away, choose a food that's a challenge, but not too much of a challenge to start with. So for example, if pizza is your absolutely number one terrifying food, it might be best to start with something a bit less daunting. And it's not a great idea to introduce several foods in one go. Of course, the long-term plan is towards being flexible and spontaneous with eating, but you're going to need to work up to this. So really, one food at a time and get really comfortable with that one food before you even think about another one. Okay, so my tip number three talks about how to manage introducing this forbidden food. And this is all about preparation and planning of eating your forbidden food. So to begin with, planning the eating episode around this old forbidden food might feel deeply unspontaneous and a bit forced. However, it is necessary to start with. So plan exactly what you're going to eat, the timing of it, the location of it, and who you're going to be with. For example, I might say, I'm going to eat a chocolate cupcake at 3 p.m. or thereabouts in the cafe with my friend Emily. The reason you plan it like this is to help you gain a sense of control and increase the likelihood that the eating event will be a success, i.e. you'll feel okay afterwards, you won't go on and binge, you'll feel proud even that you lived through it. Quick word of warning with this. If you're reintroducing an old forbidden food, try not to do this from a place of overhunger or starvation. Because if you do this, your body will respond with a huge endorphin hit and blood sugar rush. Um, 
And this will be really marked and you'll understandably want to keep eating and eating. So it's much more preferable to experiment with reintroducing the forbidden food from a place of trying to do regular eating and trying to have some blood sugar stability. Now, if you don't plan your eating, you could get caught out the cupboard door. It could be easy to lose control of eating and for the eating not to be mindful. So as part of the planning, go into the eating episode as well with a positive mindset and belief that you'll manage it. Because I think so often we go into these eating episodes thinking, I'm going to lose control once I've eaten one, I won't be able to stop, I'm going to be failing at this. We kind of go in with that kind of anxious, negative mindset and in a way it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. So know that you probably will be anxious but work to manage your anxiety and try to stay as calm as possible. So before you go for the eating events, maybe listen to some music or go for a gentle walk. And you can say supportive statements to yourself such as, all foods are permissible. Eating my forbidden foods is inoculation against binge eating. It's safe to eat this food. I'm honoring my hunger and no longer want to deprive myself. I can do this. And if you're with a friend, you can ask them ahead to distract you if, if that's helpful for you or offer support if needed. Think about personally what will work for you best. Ahead of the event as well, imagine yourself sitting and enjoying the food. Imagine not eating too slowly or too fast, but being in the moment and tasting and enjoying the food. Afterwards, you may be vulnerable to slipping into feeling anxious or guilty. You might feel preoccupied with your body image, but again, you can anticipate this ahead. This will be the time to be your own best friend and offer yourself support. You can write down reassuring statements. I'm proud of myself for experimenting and trying new food. I'm working hard on my recovery. Every little step counts. And if it's helpful, distract yourself for a period after the eating episode. Maybe do some crafts or an art activity, watch a TV program you really like. Um, find something that works for you. And if you know that you might be tempted to binge, now is the time to get away from food and do something else. And remember that the urge to binge is like a wave and it will rise and it will fall. So to sum up my three tips, number one, work on your mindset. You have genuine permission to eat all foods. This means we are rejecting the old eating disorder mindset. It means no more black and white thinking. You know that this leads to restriction and overeating, saint or sinner thinking, fleeting happiness or guilt, but lots of anxiety and self-loathing. Instead, begin to take on board the fact that all foods are genuinely permitted into your eating plan and start to really believe this. The next tip, start small and don't overwhelm yourself. Reintroduce one food at a time and actually you will be amazed at how much confidence you start to gain every time you live through a new food experience. And the final one is planning and preparation around eating your forbidden foods is essential. Don't leave it to chance. Think about what you're going to eat, what time, with who, the location. Think ahead, anticipate any problems and think about how you'll cope afterwards. Imagine yourself really succeeding and managing the eating episode well. 
Have a ponder and reflect on these three tips and let me know in the comments which food you plan to reintroduce next. I'd love to know how you get on with this and do let me know. If you're not following me already, do seek me out on Instagram at The Eating Disorder Therapist. And for regular tips and insights into overcoming disordered eating, do sign up for weekly articles on my blog page at rethinkyourbody.co.uk. Thank you so much for listening and I look forward to sharing another podcast episode with you very soon. Bye for now.